RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Well, it's starting to become a regular feature now here at Reality Check Radio, and that is our checking in with Tim Wilms of the Unshackled.net in Melbourne to find out what's happening in his uh, neck of the woods in Victoria, Melbourne. Always something going down in Melbourne or in Victoria, it seems, and maybe uh, wider Australia if it's appropriate. So, Tim, good to have you back again. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me back on, uh, Paul. And yes, uh, uh, dictator Dan Andrews has, has done it again. Uh, he he steals the Australian headlines. And so obviously last week uh, th- there was his uh, decision to can the 2026 Victorian Commonwealth Games that he bid for. And yep. uh, this, this week, it wasn't announced by by him, but his uh, energy minister Lily D'Ambrosio that uh, from first uh, of of January twenty twenty four, their new residential homes, uh, police stations, and schools would no longer be granted a permit to connect to gas. I call it a, a gas lockdown uh, to flatten the emissions curve uh, so, <laughs> because we're living in the era of uh, it's not global warming anymore global boiling uh, boiling, so that's boiling right. on uh, on gas stoves anymore in victoria and there's the obvious gaslighting comment to be made here too uh i guess we could f- find a, a use for that as well okay so i know this has been talked about i think in new york they were talking about doing this a while back but Dictator Dan, he, he put he, he he didn't make the announcement himself, which is interesting because um, I guess it goes down in history now that it wasn't him who actually said it. This is poor. What you said, energy minister. How's this gone down? Have they made a convincing argument to um, to satisfy people who might think WTF? Well, uh, Lily D'Ambrosio, she claimed uh, that uh, uh, shutting off, uh, having a gas lockdown for for new homes will save households up to $1,000 off their annual energy bills. And we heard uh, 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 such such a a pie in the sky uh, promises from Anthony Albanese in the lead up to the 2022 federal election. He's, he said on it was almost 90 occasions, save $275 on your uh, on your power bills. Uh, there's just been a 25% hike in electricity bills. So everyone's asking when's the 275 discount coming. So so we've heard uh, the, the, this type of uh, uh, promise uh, <laughs> soundbite before that that uh, well not only is it going to help. Uh, reach uh, net zero uh, emissions by uh, 2045, but it's going to save you you money. It's 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 double good. Well, at least they're doing God's work, I suppose. So they're trying to lure people in with a with talk of a discount, though that hasn't had any detail with it. I take it, so no one can kind of work out how that how they got to that. But also, it's part of net zero. Um, I would have thought that uh, one of the most um, competitive energies for heating and cooking would have been gas. Yes, and in uh, Australia, uh, there is still uh, there are still uh, mechanisms to convert gas 
to electricity. Uh, so even in ho new homes that are going to be electric only, uh, as part of uh, what is powering the electricity, uh, gas converted to electricity. This is the the ridiculous, ridiculous thing as well. How's it gone down with Victorians then? Um, well, as you know, uh, Victorians have proven themselves very passive over uh, dictator Dan Andrews' reign. It was interesting, though, up in New South Wales, the new uh, Labor Premier, Chris Minns, uh, his initial, uh, he was asked about this, uh, is New South Wales going to uh, going to implement a, a gas ban, gas lockdown? And he said, oh, we, we are always looking at, uh, at ways to reduce uh, emissions and uh, we haven't made a decision. Uh, but uh, that had quickly changed on, on Monday uh, when he appeared on 2GB's breakfast with Ben Fordham and said he's, he's ruled it out. So clearly, uh, there is not, uh, 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 it's not going to be well received. Uh, Chris, well, he didn't take it to an election either. Uh, Chris Min seems to have uh, read the, the mood in, in New South Wales, uh, but uh, there, there seems to be a lot more people up up north who will say you can take my gas stoves uh, from my cold uh, dead hands uh, but not so here in uh, here in victoria and uh, i noticed that, uh, that that a few people on social media have have, have pointed out uh, that, that this new gas ban uh, seems to be a uh, discriminatory against uh, Asians who can't cook their uh, traditional cultural foods, uh, uh, electric woks. How are they right. meant to work? Oh, okay. Well, that might, that might shoot it down. <laughs> oh, well, discriminatory. when it comes to, when we noticed when it came to to COVID policies and well now climate uh, climate policies, uh, the over the overarching goal about flattening whether it be cases or emissions that supersedes even <laughs> even racial equality goals. Yeah, I'm I'm amazed that um, that uh, the word again you used is passive that. Uh, Victorians are so passive. How did they get this way? Well, Dan is, uh, pardon the pun, an excellent uh, a gaslighter. He he is an ex he's is an excellent political spin machine. Uh, even his enemies uh, grant him that. The liberal opposition is uh, completely useless, and and they went uh, to the last state election. Under Matthew Guy's leadership, with with uh, the same a uh, net zero right. target, and yep. so because they're all in on it, aren't they? They're all in. Well, it's the same in uh, in your country, in New Zealand. Yep. I mean, there's not much in. difference between. I I, I know that. Uh, uh, well, uh, Jacinta Ardern she announced the the the, the world's first uh, cow fart tax, uh, which. Uh, that that'll probably be be something they regulate next. Yeah, we'll be world famous for that. Great, isn't it? Yeah, that's a great look. Um, surely someone's going to spit the dummy at some point. Um, it's interesting that uh, across the 
political divide, they're all on the same page, isn't it? Some someone has been very persuasive. I was certainly in, in, in uh, down here in Victoria and uh, up in uh, New South Wales, the former. Well, it was a feral Baird, Berejiklian, and Perite government. <laughs> they had four premiers over their twelve years. Uh, they uh, were uh, they had very uh, uh, very ambitious. Uh, that that's uh, I'm using that in quotation marks. Uh, renewable energy net zero targets. Uh, their energy minister and then treasurer Matt Keane was known as uh, Matt Green. Uh, we almost had a a blackout on the eastern seaboard last winter, and uh, Matt Keane's uh, suggestion was, "Oh, to avoid a blackout, don't put your dishwasher on at seven o'clock at night. Put it on maybe later at eleven o'clock at night. That'll that'll save the grid from." Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, well, um, it's just amazing that they've all bought in and um, and, and they've been so persuaded. I wonder if they've if they really believe this. I know we can't answer that, but something's incentivizing the entire spectrum to sort of march in the same lockstep, right? Well, people have a lot of theories about why that is it. It. Tends it tends the reason ultimate reason tends to tends to be that they 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 believe it. I mean, we we saw that uh, during uh, during COVID that uh, the 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 politicians they they swallowed the narrative and regurgitated it out. I mean, there's there's some that are, that are come out now and and said. Oh yeah, maybe we didn't need to go as as far as uh, we did. Uh, uh, Scott Morrison, he, our former prime minister, he had the nerve to say, "Oh, I never supported uh, vaccine mandates, even though uh, we oh. had at the the international border uh, until uh, the middle of 2022, and he enabled uh, the it's uh, called the Medicare Express app to capture uh, the COVID vaccine." data uh, so we have especially when uh, well the the liberals go into opposition they they say the 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 right things oh well we need we, we need to cut down on this green madness or uh, yeah. this paper tyranny was wrong but they're just as bad when they're in government you know someone needs to answer this question for me and everyone else why they all think the same um, either they, they there's an incentive to think the same, or there's a fear of not thinking the same, or they are morons. All of them. All of the above, I right. think. Okay, that solves that then. And just quickly touching on, you just mentioned COVID. I notice, and a few people have been talking about it here, and I'm just wondering if this is a new thing or it's been going on for a while in the Australian weekend newspaper. Sherry Markham, the journalist, we talked about her last time, she wrote a book on the Wuhan lab, um, has come out with a piece in the Weekend Australian saying that the uh, science was censored on COVID. It's front page news, and it's also a supplemental feature, magazine feature in that Weekend newspaper. It's a big read, The Australian. Has there been anything said about that? Well, it's uh, Sherry Markson's reporting has just confirmed what uh, what, what was already pretty much conclusively the case uh sherry markson has has been able to to publish the conclusive 
evidence. And uh, well, this is what uh, what uh, she has uh, did with her with her with her book is fire well uncover the 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 smoking guns. And uh, we also had earlier this year, uh, Liberal Senator Alex Antic be able to obtain through freedom of uh, inf- information uh, that uh, the Home Affairs uh, Department was requesting uh, social media, uh, Twitter take down uh, posts that were critical of of lockdowns and and masks and this was uh, again occurring under the Morrison liberal government and a bit Alex rich for Anzi, Scott Morrison he, to say uh, those things that that you mentioned it's a bit rich for him to be saying what he said given that all this was going on under his watch and uh, Alex Antic he 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 was a a voice uh, 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 right from when uh, when all this tyranny was 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 taking over, uh, he crossed the floor uh, to support Pauline Hanson and Malcolm Roberts' ban vaccine passports uh, bill. Uh, he was only one of five uh, to cross the floor, and there is now uh, three uh, that have uh, lost pre-selection who crossed the floor. Consider Vera Vanity Wells, Sam McMahon, no longer in the. The Parliament for the Liberal Party and Jared Rennick, uh, he who has been pursuing uh, uh, vaccine injury uh, claims, uh, he has lost uh, pre-selection for the Queensland Liberal National Party at the the next election. Uh, Alex Antic, he is also up for re-election as a South Australian senator. Uh, fingers crossed, uh, he'll be he he will be re-endorsed by the the party. Uh, but uh, under a, uh, I'm just giving you a background. Under the, the the South Australian Liberal government, he was actually uh, detained and marched off to hotel quarantine. Uh, it was around about November 2021 because he didn't disclose his vaccination status at Adelaide Airport. Wow, boy. Well, you know, something's going to have to give, and maybe it's starting to give now be a few people reading that um, piece in the Australian and probably not very happy about it. Okay, that's interesting. Um, let's move on to what we know as 15-minute cities, but it, it's being called 20-minute neighbourhoods, I think, in Victoria. And Dictator Dan features again here. Tell us about this, about the 20-minute neighbourhoods. Yes, so Plan Melbourne, they have uh, this 20-minute uh, neighbourhood a plan as a vision for Melbourne 2050, and because there has been uh, scrutiny uh, on 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 this uh, on this plan, I mean it's called Plan Melbourne. I mean you should take the name literally. They put a disclaimer saying this is not about uh, confining uh, people to uh, any suburbs. Uh, and it and it probably should have added like uh, like we did uh, during the the COVID lockdowns. Uh, so, one of Dan's uh, signature infrastructure policies is uh, what's called the suburban rail loop. So it goes from right. south Melbourne all the all the, all the way up to the the north, connects with Melbourne Airport, and goes to the western suburbs. Uh, it's 
at present uh, projected to cost 125 billion uh, it will take 30 years to build because it's all going to be underground i'll be a senior citizen uh, by the time yeah. that it's finished but uh, he announced it in 2018 and uh, it was a a very a wafer thin business case and to make it commercially viable uh, they need more people to live around these super stations uh, because the the stations are in most of them are connected to existing rail lines there's going to be new stations around university campuses so they are planning to have these mega uh, suburbs with lots of uh, low medium and high density housing around around these centers such as Clayton Glen Waverley and Box Hill and Dan Andrews is very cleverly uh, he's utilized a anti-corruption uh, report uh, by our IBAC Operation Sandown uh, which uh, uh, damned uh, two former uh, uh, councillors uh, who uh, accepted uh, donations uh, from a property developer, John Wood Woodman, uh, totaling $1.2 million. Uh, the Casey Council uh, was sacked, uh, and you'd be aware of the saying, never never let a crisis go to, go to waste. Yeah. Uh, he is using this as a justification to take away planning uh, powers from local councils. So he's planning minister. Uh, can basically set up these these new mega suburb cities, obviously with no gas appliances. No, no, and, no. Yeah, that's gone. Which obviously, it's it, it sounds superficially like if like living, having everything within walking walking distance, connected to the CBD via uh, rail. Uh, but uh, well, we saw during COVID, just how that can become a prison and uh, the one of the, the most egregious uh, human rights violations during the, the, the Dan Andrews COVID lockdowns were there were several public housing towers that were completely locked down, like Wuhan level, that yeah, uh, they weren't I remember allowed that. Yeah. to. And so they've now been given compensation uh, from uh, the Andrews government, $2,000 per resident. They, they didn't want it to go to court, so they settled. But there's going to be no apologies because Dan Andrews makes no apologies uh, for anything. Okay, so this is a way to um, to make this like what we talk about, 15-minute cities, okay, 20-minute neighbourhoods actually happen. So... Um, it's funny how these things always end up happening. Uh, you yes, hear talk about them, but actually they end up happening. Here's another example. Or it's being sold as this will be a way to solve uh, Melbourne's housing affordability crisis and how we're going to to fit in uh, all the, the, the migrants that uh, are coming in. There's going to be 600,000 new migrants over the next three years uh, to, to fill uh, skills shortages i mean they could get more people back into the workforce if they got rid of the remaining vax mandates 
going back to, to COVID again. But by, by the way, have, have you as for, have you yeah. as Australian citizens been asked if you approve of all these people being brought oh, in? Oh no, the they, they never give us a vote on it uh, because uh, they get they 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 they, they get an answer that. Uh, they they wouldn't want uh, Fraser Anning, uh, a former federal senator. He proposed a referendum on immigration, and well, he was uh, politically destroyed. Okay, because you'd think it would, would be something that the citizenry would have a you know a say on, an opinion on. Um, it's interesting too with the um, attaching in this twenty minute neighbourhood concept, uh, uh, attaching the housing to a rail line because. Then you can say you you can say well you, you don't need to use your car because we have rail, but then you can limit through your programmable digital currency who can use the rail if they've been naughty people. You see, oh well, there's there, there's no plans at at this time for any form of social credit system. I'm not even aware that any any Melbourneian can be banned uh, from from. Catching public transport. Not train, yet. Not tram. yet. Not yet. Get ready. It's you can see the piece parts coming together. Sorry. We 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 often say no. That 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 couldn't surely uh, happen here. Uh, but now that you mention that, uh, the federal government, uh, they are planning to to roll out an Australian digital. ID, uh, which it's being sold as, uh, so you can access all government well, yeah, services. Convenience, on right? One, so one, so one convenient. Portal, yeah. and so yeah. your information will be protected because you can trust the uh, the, the the government uh, to keep your data uh, secure. They, they uh, because uh, they point to uh, data breaches uh, by. A there was one with Optus and a, yep. another one with uh, with a health health insurance fund. Uh, so that's being used by the federal government to to say like, look, uh, we'll make it sure that it's all in the all all in the one place. So it's <laughs> as you can see, it's all happening. Yeah, well, you know, call me suspicious, overly suspicious, but as I say, you can see the piece parts coming together. And if you're not letting people drive their vehicles more than a short distance, but providing with public transport, who controls the public transport? Who controls the access? There you go. Anything more to say about that? Because I believe that um, there were there was talk that Dan Andrews was kind of involved in the corrupt, possibly the 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 payoff side of of this. You talked about the property developer. Pumping well, money into local his Labour Party accepted donations, and he had a a lunch. Uh, but uh, IBAC found no evidence that the Labour Party did uh, or Dan Andrews did any favours for him. And uh, Dan Andrews couldn't recall uh, what was uh, discussed. I'm sure you're aware of uh, it, it. Is the most uh, repeated phrase at inquiries, royal commissions. I can't recall. Yeah, um, it, it seems to be a selective uh, non-recall usually. Okay. All right, so we've heard about um, the uh, gas. What's this about deep fryers? We're jumping around a bit. What's uh, so this, this about deep the, fryers? The city of Dandenong. Uh, so they the, their council is uh, rolling out a ban on new deep fryers in sports club 
canteens and kitchens. I, it's in the name of of health. Uh, so it's not banning alcohol <laughs> or, or, or or fizzy drinks, though. I don't give them any other ideas. <laughs> okay. But, so uh, this is for health. For health. Okay. Yes, so they're they're not uh, like with the gas ban, uh, existing deep fryers. They're still going to be be able to be be used, uh, but uh, but no uh, no new deep fryers. So they're suggesting using air fryers uh, instead, uh, which is a little bit healthier. Yeah, I mean, who are these people? Well, exactly. This is the point. Who are these people to say that you there, there shouldn't be an option if to to have deep fried chips, or you shouldn't have the option to cook with gas? Like this is it, it, it's more nanny state madness at every level of government. And are the um, locals rolling over and just taking it on this one? Well, there are some councillors that uh, that are uh, that are pushing pushing back. Uh, there there was there there, there was outrage outrage at this uh, because uh, sporting sporting clubs are uh, still sacrosanct. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I bet. So yeah. uh, there'll be many people who will say you can uh, t- take our deep fryers uh, from our <laughs> grease over our dead body, old, yeah. old hands. Yeah, I mean, there'll be people operating like um, cl- clandestine deep fryers, will there? <laughs> well, yes, uh, 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 there'll be. Uh, there's been memes going around. A, a man arrested. What's my crime? Uh, <laughs> cooking a, a succulent meal with 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 gas, uh, having deep fried chips. <laughs> it's crazy, man. All right, and let's finish up on this one. And uh, this is Captain Cook's cottage. It's a tourist attraction, and uh, it's um, it's like a real cottage um, that Captain Cook's what parents used to live in. Have I got that right? Yeah, that 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 that, that they built. Uh, so in North Yorkshire in 1755, and uh, was brought to Australia in 1934. Pretty extraordinary when you think of the time to transport a whole cottage uh, from uh, North uh, North Yorkshire all yeah. the way to melbourne australia literally on the other side of the the world i mean well that's how australia was created uh, by uh, ships coming to the other side of the world uh but uh melbourne melbourne city council under uh, the lord mayor sally cap i there's some other <laughs> there's some names that i could call her but i won't say it on on radio but uh they 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 uh the council is going to uh, make a decision uh, on its future, claiming that uh, oh well, it's it's not uh, generating enough patronage uh, for us to continue maintaining it, and of course, it's uh, vandalised uh, by the usual Australia Day Invasion Day crowd. Even though it's not Captain Cook's cottage, it's his his parents. Uh, right. So they they probably think it's think think it's his, but uh, it was interesting. Nine News last night, one of our local uh, uh, local TV stations, 
uh, did a vox pop and it was interesting the migrants saying no it shouldn't be gotten rid of it's part of history you've got to well, learn they were about the migrants history. saying that yeah yeah even if you don't uh, don't like it this is the, the, this is always the the interesting thing when last Australia Day, uh, there were some uh, white invasion day uh, protesters in the CBD. Uh, they uh, abused a, a, a recent uh, Thai migrant to Australia because she was wearing an Australian flag t-shirt. Uh, so, oh dear. So the self-loathers are, are on board with um, with shutting this down, are they? Because it is uh, sort of like a an example of colonial oppression, even though it's James Cook's parents. Oh, well, well, some of them knowledge. now claim that they've got some Aboriginal blood in them. Uh, so, even though they uh, a lot of them appear on camera as as white, uh, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of a white activists now uh discovering that they have uh aboriginal uh heritage the latest is uh Brittany higgins uh i'm sure you've heard about her no the, no who, who's Brittany higgins sorry uh, she 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 was the woman who claimed that she was uh, raped inside parliament house uh the trial ended in a mistrial uh the police actually didn't want to charge uh, the man she accused bruce lehman uh, she got a $3 million payout uh, from the, the Commonwealth government for her supposed mistreatment. And now uh, she says she's uh, Aboriginal and is, well, she she claims that she's got uh, Aboriginal ancestry and is now working in Victoria's uh, First Peoples Assembly. I see. Well, you know, if you can identify as a woman or a man or anything in between, you can identify as anything, can't you? Who's to say you're well, not? Well, there's, there's, there's no blood test uh, for Aboriginality. Yeah, well, it would have to be if you want to be credible. Oh, well, one of the uh, one of the leading no uh, voice advocates, Gary Johns, uh, he he got uh, attacked for suggesting uh, such a such a radical thing that there should be a blood test to determine uh, to determine Aboriginality. Well, if you're going to claim it and you're going to benefit from claiming it, then you need to you, you need to prove it. You need to account for it. I think that's reasonable. So, what happens to Captain Cook's cottage then? Does it just, uh, as a tourist attraction, if it's closed down, does it just sort of like fade away? Well, I hope they're not planning to demolish it. I mean, that would be historical vandalism. Totally, yeah. But you never know, do you? Yeah, you you would you wouldn't put it past them. All right. Okay. So as always, stuff happening in Victoria, and it always seems to involve uh, Dan Andrews somewhere. Is there anything else that we should know about before we sign off? And um, uh, and we'll talk again in a week from now. Anything else we should know? I think I've given you a good summary of uh, what's been happening. Well, Victoria always leads the way. Uh, I'm sure that, well, <laughs> there, there'll be some more harebrained ideas uh, that uh, come out of Victoria or some new announcement uh, by uh, Dan Andrews later in the week. Okay. Tim Wilms of the Unshackled.net in Melbourne. Thanks again. Thank you, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.